we've been so blessed this week. We've got so many guests. It's, we might as well introduce everybody to everybody sometimes. I look around and see folks, you know, I hadn't seen for a while. Or, uh, uh, and I always feel bad if I forget to recognize someone. But we just had one wander in this afternoon all the way from Virginia. And uh, Brian Wills is with us. I want you to know. And uh, we, we really appreciate you, Brian. And you bring us a wonderful, refreshing, living word of God to us. And so many of us have received from you. So we just honor you and appreciate you being here and believe that it'll be a, a date with destiny for you as well. Amen. Well, go ahead. You can be seated. We're going to receive our evening tithe at this moment. Not tithe, offering. Offering. And uh, really, really blessed for your support. I have been thrilled with the testimonies. You know, we tried a new format uh, to, to start at one. And that way, you know, we just run straight through. And we've had so many wonderful testimonies of how they like that format. So, you know, if you do or if you don't, I mean, we're also interested in... in uh, other views or perspectives don't want you not to talk to us if you don't like it. We just want to hear your heart and uh, share what, what you have. I love those testimonies. Praise the Lord. And then I hear, where's Jay? There he is. I like Jay was telling me the kids uh, uh, want to be in the service. Praise the Lord. I, that testimony, I was just ready to cry. I'm telling you. Amen. And yesterday, with all the youth up front, with God touching your, your lives, whoo, praise the Lord. Amen. And we're just getting started. Hallelujah. So uh, uh, we want to receive the, uh, the offering tonight. If you're making out a check, make it out to Armada. Hallelujah. And uh, what we're doing, we're putting our faith towards a new step uh, of uh, infrastructure in the, in the Armada. And uh, Pat is our uh, treasurer. And what we want to do is uh, it's a $3,000 a year fee for the QuickBooks Enterprise Edition so that it can be used in uh, different locations with all the security that banks have and keep things secure, keep users secure, keep people seeing only what they should see and able to work on things, et cetera, et cetera, and doing it professionally. So we're just believing God that we can uh, move in that direction from the uh, uh, landmark, and looking at things after two nights of offerings, we're already there. Glory to God. So the Lord's really good to us, wanted to share that victory, so we'll just uh, take the abundance and put it somewhere else. Glory to God. Amen. Sow and give and, and uh, yeah, and bless the speakers. And, you know, there's always something in there where we can be a blessing. So let's pray over the offering. Father, we're so thankful that you are our abundant supply. And we thank you, Father, uh, that you've equipped us to do everything that you've called us to do. And we are well equipped to do so. And I know that within the sound of my voice, like myself, there are other ministers and ministries facing uh, obedience to your command and a lack of supply. So we're asking you for supernatural provision for everyone who gives, everyone who's within the house. Lord, we thank you that we are blessed in this time of, of, of day, in this society, in this country, and in this world. Lord, it's those that live by faith that are going to be making the large differences that need to be made. And we thank you that we consider ourselves victorious by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And amen. And the ushers will wait upon the people. The people will be obedient unto the Lord. And uh, sometimes when you go to a fancy restaurant, the maitre d' will explain what you're going to eat. And he'll lay it out. And I want to take a minute. Oh, actually, before I explain the meal tonight, I want to explain, or not explain, but thank Monica. Where's Monica? There she is. She made our meal tonight. The Zimmermans are such a wonderful family. And I know a lot of people worked, I'm sure. But thank you, Monica. And I'm blessed. Hallelujah. Then uh, uh, also, I should say this too, which isn't on my little list here. 
But I want to thank God for all these worship team members because, you know, it's not three nights. It's a whole week, and what a blessing. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time, and it's a lot of seed. It's a lot of fun. And, and, uh, but thank you. Amen. So as a mater d', though, we're going to have a special evening, a special meal, a special smorgasbord. And we don't have a, a designated hitter for any sermon or, or, or uh, uh, form of ministry tonight. We felt led that the Lord is deserving of our worship and our praise. And tonight is a night of worship. Tonight is a night of praise. Tonight is a night of dancing, jumping up and down in the spirit. Uh, tonight is a night of cymbals and clashing of, of tambourines and piping of pipes and harping of harps and banging of keys and banging of drums and strumming of strings and synthesizing of synthesizers. And what else am I missing? Ukuleling of ukuleles. Not yet. And singing of sings and trumping of trumpets. Let's rejoice! Halfway through, we're going to take a break and we're going to receive communion together. And what's that? Yeah, we're going to flow into receiving communion. When we do, we'll, we'll all come up and take the elements. We'll do it orderly. Please hold the elements uh, until you're in your seat and until everyone has been served, then we'll receive together. And at, after communion, we'll dismiss the children to Children's Church. So we want the kids in the first set. Can we call it a set? Segment. And then uh, as we dismiss the children reverently to go to Children's Church, we're going to go back into the throne room of God and back into heaven. Amen. Amen. So let's stand up and worship the Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, we look forward to tonight, Lord, that the name of Jesus and the high praises of God would be on our lips and a two-edged sword in our hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the peoples. Lord, until righteousness is established in the land, we praise you and honor you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Now, would you allow me to instruct you just a little bit? So how many have gone to a fast food restaurant? You pull up to one of those things, and someone goes, Can I take a To me, it's poor communication. We're about to communicate with our Father. And I encourage you, stay away from poor communication. Press in. Press in. Give Him all you got. Like uh, Bill was teaching earlier, he talked about the basketball team. You leave it all on the court. As we give ourselves to him tonight, let's just give ourselves to him. If we do things a little different than what you're used to, it's okay for a night. You know, you'll get back to your place and get back to what you're used to. But I just encourage you, enter in. Uh, there's all kinds of ways to express. If you're away from your regular local body and you're, you've kind of held back at times, you don't want to lift your hands or you aren't free to dance, this is a great time to go ahead and give it a shot. Go ahead. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, freedom amen okay enough of that crazy teaching stuff let's get into this <laughs> go ahead man Ever been a timely song? That's a 
timely song right now. I'll live, I will not die. I will declare and lift you high. Amen. Woo. I'm having way too much fun. I don't know about you guys. Go ahead. We're ready. Ready for the next thing. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Is nothing bubbling in there. Oh, there's always something bubbling. There's always something bubbling in there. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, shout a little bit more. Shout it out! Shout it out! Shout it out! instituted his table the cup and the broken bread that we would in remembrance of him apply the blessings of the covenant to our life the word remembrance itself is a Hebrew word and concept actually more than just a word it's a concept remembering was aspect, a part of a legal transaction to remember the covenant. And God will not forget. Neither should we. And we, 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 we come before Him with uh, the cup and the broken bread to remember specifically that transaction of redemption that took place upon the cross for us that the blood was shed for the remission of our sins as John the Baptist said behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the whole world and even more so as Paul points out tying in countless other verses and teachings of redemption looking upon that cross that even the disciples did not understand that even Isaiah prophesied they didn't know. But his body was broken that we might be healed. And if anyone knows, if anyone knew, it was Jesus. It's always brought me to tears when I read in the, the Bible that when he took bread, and when he broke it, he knew what that meant. And when he broke it, he gave thanks. Wow. He gave thanks. Because on one hand and one side of redemption, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But on the other hand of redemption, Jesus like Abraham's son who laid himself out on the altar while his father raised the knife, Jesus came willingly to, to offer himself. And even when he was born from the manger, spoke and said, Behold, a body you've given me. I've come to sacrifice. Jesus broke the bread and gave thanks because as God loves the world and gave His only begotten Son, the Bible says Jesus loves the church and died for it. God saw unredeemed man and Jesus saw redeemed man. That means when Jesus gave thanks for that broken bread, <laughs> He was looking through time and He saw Alan Erickson with a year of rheumatoid arthritis with a doctor saying, you're going to be in a wheelchair. Jesus gave thanks. It means that when Jesus broke that bread, he was looking into the future and he saw that alcoholic, worthless, useless, 
discarded Bob Hawk with a broken heart. But Jesus knew. And he gave thanks. When Jesus broke that bread, he saw you. He saw broken marriages, broken lives, broken bodies. Jesus looked into the future and he saw the church and he loved the church. He looked into the future and he saw Paul. (laughs) With a doctor's verdict of, of death. And he broke that bread and he gave thanks. Whoo! And on and on and on. And on and on and on. How about you? Did he see you? Did he see you? Let's just take a worship break. Just stand up and thank him for a little bit. Just take one or two minutes and thank him. Because when he broke the bread, it was for you. When he broke the bread, it was for you. When he broke the bread, it was for you. When he broke the bread, it was for you. When he broke the bread, it was for you. For the healing of our diseases. For the redeeming of our lives. For the forgiveness of our sins. For the removal of the consequences of those sins. He's alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. I worship you, Jesus. I bless you, Lord God. I worship you, Jesus. Well, don't stop worshiping, but let's take a minute and slip up to the the table. covenant with God we have a covenant with the living God by his stripes tonight now we are healed take confess our sins he's faithful and he's just to forgive us of our sins he's faithful that means he'll do it every time every time he'll do it every time he'll do it every time someone in here tonight's going over and over in their heart i've repented too many times i've fallen back too many times i've sinned too many times now try one more time he's faithful He's faithful. That means every time we ask to be forgiven by His blood, He'll do it every time. And He's just. He's faithful and just. That means it is justice. It's the right thing to do. That when His children cry out and say, Daddy, I sinned. Forgive me. He forgives. He's faithful. But He's just because of the blood. It's the blood. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the whole world. Take and be free, be clean, be whole, be a child of God. Forgiven, redeemed, washed, blood-bought, sanctified, made whole. (laughs) 
minutes before we dismiss the children to give you an example of the importance of thanking the Lord and blessing Him and praising Him every day for what you've received. Alan, please come here. I mentioned Alan in the teaching today. And he came up to me and he said, I love that when you tell that story of how God healed me, but how come you don't tell the rest of the story? And I got to be honest with you. What he told me, I didn't remember a lick. And I was so excited that you shared the rest of the story. And, and, and can you just pick up at that point? Because, well, let me start. Back in the early 90s, there was just on any inconsequential night, power of God moved and I gave an altar call for healing. And Alan was one of the ones who came forward and he'd been in pain for over a year with arthritis. His knees were swollen, his joints. And he was in pain and he was instantly freed from pain. But then what happened? prayed for everyone and then he told us okay he told us to all of us to raise our hands and praise God for the healing that we received and so all of us did and then after a few minutes of praising God we all went back to our seats and I was sitting in the very front row on this side of the church and about five minutes later he didn't go to anyone else but he came over to me and goes how you feeling and all the pain that I had before had come back. So he said, get up here, stand up, raise your hands, start praising God. And I did, and the pain went away. This happened three times. I kept going back to my seat, putting my hands down, and the pain would come back again. And after the third time, he stopped doing that, but in the seat is still hurting. I'm leaving the church, and I'm going outside, and raise my, every time I'd raise my hands and praise God, the pain would go away. And I'm talking to God. I'm believing I'm healed. I know I am. But yet, I'm going, God, do I have to walk around the rest of my life with my hands up raising you? I'm, seriously, I'm talking to God like that. I'm going, this would look kind of comical in some of the places that I have to be. But I would have done it to get out of the pain that I've been in for the year. It was really bad. I, in fact, I've shared with people lately that I thought I was about to the point to go crazy because I couldn't sleep for about a year because I was in so much pain. But it went on for about a day, and finally I was able to put my hands down, and the pain didn't come back. But I've used that lesson to share with other people, because as you know, probably from hearing these men of God, that it's so possible that you get healed of something and then walk away and not giving God the glory for it, or even mentioning that He's done it for you, and you wind up with the same thing back on you again, or something worse than you had. But by doing that, it just puts something in me that I could never forget it. That this is God who did this, and he deserves all the glory, and he's the only one that's going to get it. And when, by giving it to him, then you keep it. So I'm so thankful for what he did for me. Amen. Now, cor correct me if I'm wrong, but the next day when you had to keep doing this, did you come to my house, you said? Yeah. so. You came to my house and we just did it. Yeah, basically I came back and told him what had been going on and how, in my mind, this is hysterical in a way because I know I'm healed. I, I mean, I can't be convinced otherwise and yet every time I drop my hands, it's still happening. And basically what you had said at that time is just keep doing it. It's like, it'll go away. It, in other words, you tried to convince me that what did ultimately happen would happen. That later that afternoon after I had left your house after church that yeah now I'm free but at the time that I was at your house it was still going on and the, the reason I wanted to know that because I'm completely flabbergasted that I, I have no memory of that absolutely no memory of that 
and I'm not, and I don't doubt him because I know it's credible and it's Alan. But I wonder how much have we forgotten? How much have we forgotten of what God's done for us? We remember some. That you'll never forget. But I, I, I'm just convinced there have been times when God has chastised me. And I apologize for y'all standing, but it's for the young people before we leave. It's so important that you continue to remember. See, even communion is in remembrance. What God has done for you. In the first church we pastored, a woman was supernaturally given a new heart. And like 15 years later, I'm just driving down the road, minding my own business. And I knew the Spirit of God was grieved. And I was like, Lord, what's wrong? And the Lord said, how come you stopped praising me for her heart? I pulled off the side of the road. And I'm like, what do you mean, Lord? That was like 15 years ago. And immediately the Lord showed me scriptures where King David was praising God for what God did for Moses. When's the last time you danced all night because God split the Red Sea? But it wasn't your family or your nation that was delivered. And in our, in our church, this woman was, had received a new heart. She's still alive today. Alan knows her. And there at the side of the road, I started worshiping God. Thank you for Wanda's new heart. And I started worshiping God. And that Sunday night, a woman from Erie came and she said, I need a new heart. And God gave her a new heart. That's what praise does. That's what the communion is about. That's what praise does. It's what God's done again before. He wants to do it again. He wants to do it. Anybody in here with arthritis, stand up and start worshiping the Lord. Is there anyone fighting arthritis? Stand up, start worshiping the Lord. Uh, let's all stand up for Him. Come on, there's two or three here. Let's thank God. He's the healer. He, Jesus is the healer of arthritis. Jesus is the healer of arthritis. Jesus is the healer of every disease. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer of diabetes. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer of cancer. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer of brain tumors. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I give you praise, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's, let's just do this right now real quick. Put your hands down. If you're in this house and there's sickness, disease, pain, whatever in your body, raise one of your hands up. Now everybody around, someone with their hands up, I want you to put your hand on them. Find somebody that has their hand up. Now, when someone puts your hand on you, put, you can drop your hand. That way we know you're covered. We want to make sure everybody that raised their hand has somebody praying for them. We haven't done this for a while. It's good to charge the atmosphere with the healing power of God. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to all pray. I don't want you to listen to me pray. I want you to pray for the healing of that one you're touching. Don't listen to me pray. We're all going to pray. You pray with faith. You pray with boldness. You pray the command of the name of Jesus. And, and then when you hear me say amen, that means we've got it, right? That means he's done it, right? That means it's over, right? That means we've received, right? When you hear me say amen, that's when I would like us all to start praising God again because the healing has come, because the sickness is gone. Amen? So let's start. Let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, for every person in this room with outstretched hands lord we ask for your healing power to penetrate into their body right now in jesus name we command pain to go we command these bodies to respond to the word of god spirit of god rise up in them and give them life 
We command the healing power of God to manifest right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. shadow of death I fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup overflows only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, forever. We, we are 
wells of water that spring out of us into everlasting life and run as rivers into dry deserts. Glory of the Lord. The glory, the glory, the glory of the Lord is here in this place. And as reverently as we ought, we want to obey the Holy Spirit and minister in a few significant ways to specific people and places. I had a glimpse in my spirit, I, I told Bob. I just had a flash in my spirit and I saw him ministering to two people and even since then as I was worshiping with him standing next to me I saw a few other things unfold that are going to happen in the next few minutes so we're we're just going to go ahead feel free to sit down we're just going to follow the Holy Ghost and uh, for me it's always been a tremendous privilege that the Lord hooked Bob and I up together I have one value when I minister by myself, but I have an entirely different dimension when I minister with Bob. And I suppose it's the same for him, although probably he's just wonderful all the time. Anyone that wears cowboy boots. Young lady, come here. Bob, come here. The Lord wants to minister to you tonight. Just, we're just going to let Bob lay hands on you. Sweetheart Terry, why don't you come as well? Karen, why don't you quickly come? Bob, lay hands on this young lady and prophesy to the four winds and forever because her heart's ripe. flow, a river of flow, a river of flow. There's a rushing mighty river that has been placed within you, a river that will flow, that will flow, that will flow. There's a place of freedom and liberty in which I will bring you into, a place where the cares of life, the cares that have surrounded you, the struggles, the pressure, and even the opinions of others will melt away. That which was is all changing. That which used to be shall no longer be. But this is a new day and a new hour with a fresh fire. And my fire is being placed upon you, within you, and will come over and through you. Allow my fire to go and you be the bold one in the midst of those that might not want to hear They might not want to hear what I want to say, but I will prick their ears and I will melt their hearts at the words that I will place within you. And those words will flow and great will be the power because those words will bring the conviction, but also the entrance of the utterance in which I give you, which will bring direction will cause purpose and manifest my glory in the hearts of many. Understand there's an expansion that's taking place even at this moment within you. The dream, the vision, that which you've seen even in the past. Things will become clear. Things will become very, very, very clear to you very quickly. So be prepared and don't hold back, but you step forth. You step forth in the directions that I've ordered you to, in the directions that I've already placed before you, in the directions of the peace, of the joy, and of the righteous things that I have already instructed you with. 
know and understand even this day, saith the Lord. This is a new day. This is a new day. And you will see the flow of the river for out of your belly. (laughs) Out of your belly shall flow. Shall flow. So you just allow me to let it flow through you. And you will see that which I will show you come to pass, saith the Lord. Brother, here's what I've seen. I've seen before you come back to me. Honey, we're not done ministering to you yet. And I I don't think I've ever done this before, but I need to do this. One thing was the Lord is pleased with what took place tonight. He, He just revealed to me his pleasure on what took place. And I felt he spoke to my heart, and you, you bear witness with this or not, but he wants more of it. <laughs> All right, I'm not saying tonight or tomorrow night. I'm saying, no, he wants more of this because this is what changes atmospheres, regions, and nations. But there has to be a new song. Yes, yes. There has to be a new song. There must be a new song. Well, what I... (laughs) Honey, I'm really not crazy, all right? (laughs) I might be a little nuts, but I'm screwed onto the right bolt, all right? All right. I, I, I seen myself... Now, you stand here. I seen myself speaking to you and all I could think of was was Gene not, not, not Gene Olin the prophet Gene who went home and moved to heaven in chapel but what I see is I see myself pointing at you as an apostle and talking to you in tongues and the interpretation was going to come out and bring the utterance of the Holy Spirit in directives, in purpose, but also not just words, but anointing and a transfer of the anointing that needs to take place to accomplish the task, to fulfill that which is which which God intended even from the foundations of the world in the hearts of those people you'd have me minister to. Makita, 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 Melushe, Matengu, Kimule, Budi, Yahio, Maria, Lota, Tingai. There's a banner of victory for your generation. There's a banner of victory for those who will come, those who are hungry. Those who are looking for that army, looking for that team, looking for that family, looking for that camaraderie. There's a banner to wave that all will see from far away, through obstacles, through haze, through mist. They're looking, but they can't see until the banner is clearly above and waving right to left with victory. And you're that banner. God would use you as a banner. God would use you as an example. God would use you as a pattern. God would use you to multiply you. All we can do about something like that is just shout. And enjoy it. Say, make it so, Lord. Be it unto me. Even as you have said, Lord. Now I'd say, I know you got some good friends over there, so what I would recommend is that you ladies drag her over there and put her on the end of that chair and call it the hot seat. Just pray in tongues over her for about an hour and a half. And just you just can ignore us and enjoy it. You big guy, come on. 
I don't have a clue who you are, but God knows. And I saw you with your hands on them, so you ought to start there. Amen. And we'll just see what goes from there. What's your name, brother? Blake. That's a good name. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Blake, you hold it. Things are adjusting even right now. Things are adjusting, coming into alignment even right now. Even with the thinking process, even that which you have seen, you've dreamed, you've understood to a measure. But there's a greater measure available, and in that measure, there'll be the increase to accomplish that which I have already anointed you for. Know that I've given you a mouth, and I call it my mouthpiece. As you yield your heart, as you yield the entire being in which I place within you to me, you will see a transformation take place, a transformation. And some would say, that's not the Blake that I knew. That's not the one whom I'm used to. Something has happened to Blake and he's become as another man. He's become one who has sat at the feet of the Master Himself and speaks with the voice of that which I've heard even in the dream and in the vision, even when I've read through the Word. For He is speaking the words of the Lord. And those words are penetrating my heart. So this is not to Blake that I remember. Something, something, something very strange has happened to this man. For he has become another man. Another man because Christ, the man, Christ, the God, the King, the Lord, the present one has come to live and abide in Blake beyond the measure in which he's experienced before. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the anointing of God rest upon this man to the increase of that which needs to take place even in the days that lie ahead. The days that you have already stirred and prepared to the measure in which he's been obedient to yield to. But greater obedience will come as he becomes sensitive to the voice of the one who lives in his heart. And that one will direct his steps and prepare the way so that when he shows up, it'll be the glory of God. It'll be the power of God. And it'll be the miracle flow of that which I have placed upon the ministry gift in which I've called him to. And nations will come. Nations will be changed. Nations will come and understand that the voice of the Lord will penetrate and go into his heart and penetrate and proceed out of his mouth in that which will come and it shall come very quickly saith the Lord children up here. So if they're downstairs, go get them. I got a special love for these guys because they love Jesus and they love the anointing and they want to take all of this back to Colorado. Don't you? You do, don't you? Yeah. 
Did you know you can? You can. And what I saw was I saw the prophet of God laying hands on you. And when he does, an anointing will come on your life. And it's not like squirting some perfume on you and it goes away in an hour or two. The anointing of God never leaves. You might not feel it, but it's there. And when you need it, and when you worship, it'll just come fresh and full of life. And your dad wants revival in that church out there. He doesn't know it's going to come through you. But that's all right. We won't tell it. your first ministry there in Hightown. What was it? Child Evangelism Fellowship. Just take it back home, brother. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like to get people to get in agreement with me, alright? That's one of the secrets to being successful is when we agree because we're two or three, there's more than that here we're in agreement right because Jesus is here and what he said when we agree in this earth is touching anything that we ask it'll be done we agree to that so I want you to agree with me because God's going to pour inside of you wisdom increase understanding that'll come with an anointing that'll break yokes break bondage and take what I've seen is the spirit of religion. You know what that is? I'm certain you probably don't. But understand, it's a force that tries to nullify and destroy the power of God from flowing. And the anointing you, all of you, all four of you are going to carry, is going to break that spirit off of lives. Because they won't be able to figure it out how God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, is using such young people. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, prophetic utterance, gifts of healing, miracles, those gifts of the Spirit in which I'm certain your, your dad is said something about them those gifts belong to you do you understand they belong to you so I want you to agree with me when you need the supernatural you just step up you heard a good message this morning you're going to step up and you're going to expect and you're going to see will you agree with me alright so put your hands up all I'm going to do is I'm just going to put my hands on you. Power of God's going to go into you. I want you to receive it. I want you, that's all you got to do. You just got to say, thank you, Jesus. beginning to unfold like a map of old where the creases lie where the countries divide From each side, I have a plan 
I have a place. I have a person in place. And though you are here, all that you would say and all that you would pray can go there. Nothing is impossible. Those things that have hindered you, those things that have fettered you, put them on display. Bring them into captivity and show victory it's in the power of a name the power of that name taken by triumph received by inheritance Granted by relationship, the name of Jesus, far less has been done in that name than should have been done. So it's time to reclaim what belongs to the church. So begin your search and find your place because it's time to run your race. We need up here now an emissary who will take back somehow the gifts and graces and anointing of many places to other countries cultures and tongues so I wonder do we have a young representative that might take this anointing back to Turkey is there anyone here, any young representative? Come on. It's just beginning to unfold. Lay, lay your hands on her, and what we're going to believe is more anointing. We'll return to Turkey. ministering there. Larry, I'd like you and come up. Maybe we'll find a space for you right about here. <laughs> trusted, trusted friends and ministers. I want you to face the congregation right about here. I don't really care if it's short-term missions, a mission trip, or you feel called that one day you'll live on the mission field or maybe you used to be on the mission field and you return but if there's anything in your heart that when you hear the word missions you look up because you know it rings a bell on your heart I want you to come up here and let Kay and Larry lay hands on you they've been years and years and years in the mission field just charge them up give them a double anointing and you're going to be here for a while Take it all. Take it out of them because there's maturity here. 
I want to encourage the congregation do, do your best not to disconnect be a participator not a spectator we need your faith we need your prayers I know most of you we've all been where they are one time or another haven't we it, it was a night for us this is a night for them God stirring imparting implanting so much and uh, we're so so blessed to spend an evening with you in the presence of the Lord isn't that right sweetheart and uh, come on up here with me I like to show off my pretty wife you know and uh, I have one last thing I'd like to do and we can do it as we leave Yesterday, I had a text from a, a, a missionary that went out of our church, I don't know, 25 years ago, Tammy, probably 25 years ago. We had a youth with a mission base in our city, and uh, she would come to the church and serve and was such a blessing to us. And then she went out to India, was a missionary in India. Married a, a minister of the, the gospel in India. And they're now in Pittsburgh walking in the power of God. And uh, somehow they ended up in Titusville, Pennsylvania yesterday. And they texted and said, Bob's gone. You're gone. What's going on? And, uh, and then tonight I heard that we had a YWAM, a YWAMer. They call them YWAMers here and I didn't know that come over here sweetheart YWAM I was told one time that YWAM means young people without any money <laughs> and when they told me that I said no 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 not in my church YWAM would never mean that in my church you might do it in your church, but not in my church. Amen? So I just felt led to tell the whole family here. Because I know what faith it took. And I know you're on a path. And I know, you, you're, uh, I know a little bit about your DNA. Just by knowing those four letters. So Terry and I wanted to bless you in front of the body. 
and encourage them. Let's make sure she's not a young person without any money. So you just come on up and hug her, introduce yourself to her, and, and, and slip her a blessing. And let's empower what God's doing in her life. And uh, amen. And then you can just all go home, or you can go out and fellowship, or you can go out and chase lightning bugs in the parking lot. Are you Lord God Almighty?